show. Get on my TDJ swag. Get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Joffy here, the host of the show. We got Big Chris in the building. Big Chris, say what's up to the good people out there in the world. What's going on? How y'all living? How y'all living? How you living, man? That's what's up, man. Don't forget we got Mike up in this night. Mike, say what's up. What's up to the people? How you living? What's up, y'all? H-Town holding it down. We gonna hold it down. Get back up in this Just Acting Up show. Let's go. We was talking about the COVID situation. Just that's heavy on everybody's mind, like every day, all day, every day. So um, who was, I think it was Biden or somebody, I can't remember exactly who it was. Who was it that said we the whole COVID thing, the uh, masks and everything? I'm trying. I think it was the CDC. CDC? Uh, was saying that people, if you've been vaccinated, you know, you, you don't necessarily have to wear your mask everywhere. Yeah, so. Yeah, man. Look, I, I during this situation, I expect people to act like people. Like earlier, before we got on the show, this guy I was talking to. He was talking about how his friend has a bar, and this lady pretty much came in and he had it on the sign saying, "Ma'am, I understand that we don't have to wear masks anymore, but as respect for everybody else, just wear your mask, just to keep things cool." She sure have gotten this man's face and cough, fake cough in his face, and he threw her ass out. <laughs> You can go to jail. You're lucky, that's all he did. You lucky. You're lucky. You're lucky. You're lucky. Lucky. Um, he lucky he ain't have his girl there or uh, sister there. I'm like, hey. <laughs> have, 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 do y'all still wear a mask when you like going to the stores? Yeah. I do. Yes, definitely. Well, Walmart, Walmart, you 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 gotta wear a mask still. Kroger's too. Yeah. All grocery stores actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, yeah. So. I said, the yeah. only place I've had not really wore a mask probably would be the barbershop. But I go when mm-hmm. nobody's there. So I'm just, I know I'm going straight in. I got an appointment. Go in, go, you know. Yeah, I went to O'Reilly's today and I didn't wear one because I was in a hurry to make the show. So I said, I didn't wear one. And then I saw all these customers come in. I'm like, damn, they're wearing a mask. <laughs> <laughs> and I understand, in, man. I'm being insubordinate. <laughs> <laughs> It's always that one not wearing. It's always that one. Look at him, man. And y'all, we we understand that, man. And see, it's like I said. I I expect people to act like people. And even though that order has been sent out, like just don't cause any more problems or no nonsense. People just ask you, you know, just be respectful of others because that's how we got in this mess. People not keeping their hands to each other and not being respectful of others. That's how disease gets spread, ladies and gentlemen. Nasty ass. People. Yeah, but people still going out. They, 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 did they ever stop? They never. That's what I'm saying. They, they never stopped. <laughs> they, never no stopped. Plane, they never slowed down. No. Man. They're like, what COVID? <laughs> people man. died? Oh, okay. Atlanta has <laughs> uh, been open. I have certain family members. I'm not going to call them out, but they, they are in the nightclub life. And they've been having full-out packed parties thousands of people still i'm like how is this still happening why are all these people like it's no point in having a mask if you ain't if you're gonna have it down and y'all all on top of each other right yeah i know in the Choo-choo. beginning i was wearing mine wrong i heard wrong right <laughs> underneath the nose because yeah, I, I couldn't breathe i can't breathe yeah. no, I, I, ain't, I ain't got a mask the mask i got i got like three different kinds so 
every mask I have is some type of intimidation for some reason. It makes, <laughs> it makes no offense, white people, but some of y'all get a little nervous around me. So I have my Black Lives Matter mask. I have one that says, I can't breathe. I've seen that one. Um, I always get uncomfortable with those. And then I have this one, it's a biker mask. So it wraps around, like a whole black mask that wraps around my, half my face. Yeah. I look kind of like a mugger, I guess, to them. I don't know. They look at me. This one lady, I was somewhere and I got out the car and this lady went and looked in my car, looking all in the car. I'm like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> like, you gonna move yeah. around? Like, you have to, it's a mask. Like, you know. Yeah. Move around. around. How are you gonna be biased? Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm ranting. Yeah, it's all good, brother, because it's, yeah. it's something to rant about, but you know, it's like just, it's just something to rant about. And, and, it, and I mean, until like I'm in a store. And I'm, you know how you run into people at the store, like y'all may be hitting the corner. Like this one lady shouted so loud, like ah! I was like, I'm trying to hurt you, lady. <laughs> like, I'm shopping just like you. Why? I'm gonna just rob you in the middle of the store. You, you just, ah! like, like, ah! like, she just screamed like I was about to just jump. Like, like, a black man <laughs> in a mask. Oh my god! Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, ma'am, everybody's wearing masks, ma'am. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Too many people here are crazy, man. So um if you live in the Houston area, just want to give everybody a quick um update real quick about something, man, that I came across. Well, a friend of mine sent this to me. So give me y'all fair warning right now. If you stay in this here area, let me read this real quick. If I can get to it. Come on now. So pretty much. Where is it? Here we go. So full ramp closures start on June 4th. I heard about that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's coming real soon. So it says closing soon, I-69 Southwest Freeway, northbound and southbound, I-69, ramp closed. Yep, West Loop, northbound, West, yep, yep, yep. So just giving everybody a uh, fair one now. So if you stay in that area, you got to drop to that area. Please plan accordingly because this this says it's going to be going on to six to eight months. And if you live in the Houston area, if you live in it, it, hey, it's going to be longer than that, in my opinion. Six to eight months. Might well say two, that's two, like two, one two. of the busiest areas. Cause I'm not. Too well, sure. why why are they doing? It? What's the reason for that? Man, look, I'm gonna tell you like this right now. Houston about to become. Real, we see how Fifty Cent is is here now. Stop Fifty Cent. Speak on it. I was just gonna say it. Yeah, and uh, and to quote my friend Mike that's on this show and my friend Chris that's on this show, mm -hmm. Houston about to become that hot spot where celebrities and everybody else come. It all it takes is one. And with the place, the, the series that we in, O'Shea, how that's picking, getting a lot of steam. And with our shout out to Eric Hunter, shout out to Eric Hunter. Yeah, O'Shea. Um, I'm still waiting to get casted, man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an extra dress like you, brother. I'm an extra just like you, man. But yeah, man, it's it's he's about to, be, about to become. I ain't gonna say the next LA, but probably Atlanta or I don't know. We we picking up a lot of steam, and yeah. they're noticing that it's a lot of people moving to Houston still, still, especially still. With, uh, with Georgia and their that that voting law that they put in place. A lot of uh, people are taking their their productions out of out of Georgia, and so, with a lot of people already moving in Houston from California because Houston is probably one of the the most um, we have a lot of transplants. From different mm -hmm. areas, especially from California, you get a lot of people from California that move here. So yeah. it's like it makes sense, you know. Is and I think that what people like about Houston is that it's big enough to where for celebrities, it's a lot of celebrities that you 
may not know that live here that lives here because this mm-hmm. Houston is big enough to where they can we don't have like that how the media is out there with like TMZ as soon as you get out the output oh what's going on camera where right. you're even here you can sneak in sneak out people mm-hmm. wouldn't even know you was in the city until you left Right. Like, wait, he was here this weekend? You know, like, just he able to keep that, yeah, he able to keep that discretion. But bump all of that. That <laughs> all sounds good and well, and welcome to the city, you all. But man. that traffic going to be something else, man. I'm sorry. I remember 59 used to be just. Oh. 1960, when we moved on this side, it was, I mean, you can literally at 4, 3 o'clock, in the afternoon, you could just cruise and see no traffic. Oh, no yeah. traffic in the early, it was early 2000s. Now you get caught at four or five o'clock in the afternoon. It don't matter <laughs> if it's a weekend, man. You you out of there. This is gonna be traffic. And I have seen three accidents unfold in front of my eyes on 1960. Man, it's getting brutal, man. And that, and that's people. We we got southern hospitality down here to a certain extent. Here in yeah, Texas, yeah. for everybody who come here to move here in Houston, Texas, we will shoot your ass. So, <laughs> that's the law. So they definitely will. Yeah, you gonna find out about You gonna find out how ruthless Texas is. I'm telling you, man. And with the other Sean Partoff call, uh, both eyes open. Uh, they got they they working with Slim Thug on on filming and everything because they've been filming some things. So like Houston gaining that traction, we gaining some a lot of you know people looking at us like. That's the next spot. And then with the stunt team that me, myself, and Mike is about is yep. with. And they also filmed uh some of the spots in um Narco Sub. They filmed some of those spots down here in Houston, Texas. And that's gonna gain some some um people gonna take notice of that. So uh it's coming. And that heat index gonna pick up. And I I, I mean it's 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 just gonna happen. And so man, y'all yeah, get ready. Yeah, and, and, and popular places like the Turkey Leg Hut, and, yes. you know, and and bars and certain bars where a lot of people go to, like the one I forgot the name of, it, Spears or something, uh, yeah. Prospect Point, Spire. Spire, yeah, Spire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's gaining, it's getting up there. Yeah. And honestly, to tell you the truth, it's just due because we we've been had talent out here. It's just people didn't look at us like that. They mm-hmm. looked at us crazy, you know, yeah. like we was just still country folk. Yeah, just like yeah. Houston rap when uh Swisher House. And it's like with Houston, like it's one of those cities, like we're one of the most diverse cities in in uh even though we're in Texas, we're one of the most diverse cities in the country. You and, know, because yeah. it's, it's a lot like I said, a lot of people moved here. It's, it's great. And then it's yeah. like um uh, uh even with our music, like think about mm-hmm. the last few years. We got well, Erica Banks, we got Lizzo, uh, mm-hmm. uh Megan yeah, Stallion, you know. Mm-hmm. They all come from Houston, you know, so. Yeah. They're yeah. starting to tap into the. Toby, Toby. Toby, yeah. Toby, yeah. Toby. The, yeah. I can't say his last name. Toby in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, Toby, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's happening, man. And I know a couple months ago, we were talking about gentrification when they were talking about how they put notes on people's doors and I think it was Third Water or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Saying, hey, man, this person brought this property, brought this area. Y'all got to move out this certain date. I know we touched on that a little bit a couple, of, not too long ago. So it's it's happening. Start, and hearts and prayers for the people that have to go through that as well. Yeah. Um, as well as, yeah, man, it's it's coming, man. So, yeah. Man, so y'all get ready. It's, whoo. I'm glad I stay on the side where it's not too crazy. <laughs> but, 
Chris, on the other hand, you know, I just learned, you know, because I, I stayed in the gallery area. So, anybody know this area? It's it, it's oh, like what well, those freeways y'all was talking about closing is all, all that's over this way. I just learned, I just know all my back streets, though. Yeah, yeah, Chris is the back street man, so he's good. Dude, yeah, he's, learn, he's, learn them back streets. I'm yeah. saying. My dad used to have me riding with him when he used to work back in the day. <clears> maps. <throat> that's how I've been learning. That's how I learned them back streets. I'm like, I can go from Sugar Land to Humble, and I take one freeway. I, I have a long time. I have a godmother. I'm gonna call her too after this show. I haven't spoke to her in a while. One time we went to Astroworld from Third Boy Scott to Astroworld. She don't like the freeways, so mm -hmm. she took the back streets. And at the time when I was a kid, it felt like a roller coaster because we just kept hitting me. And now that I'm older, I'm like, how the hell did she get from Scott Man. to Astroworld and on the back streets? Like, if you don't like traffic, you'll find a way around it. Go. There is a will, there is a way. I sure don't like being in traffic for like two hours. And Man, I can't sitting, stand it. Yeah, wasting games. Like, I can't stand it. That's why I don't like. Um, Living forward from my job, be honest with you, I, I can't, I cannot stand. It. I understand why people do it, but I can't stand it, bro. Because like you gotta look at how much time you got in the day to spend with your family, and with yourself. Your job is really paying you for your time. Now, you, if you make take it an hour, you get from work to home, then you get time. You when you want to get sit down and wind down, that's gonna take you like another thirty minutes, probably an hour. Mm -hmm. By that time, probably time to go to sleep, probably time to eat. You got kids. Your kids gonna ask you questions. They're like, can we do this? Can we do that? Man, hell, I sit your little ass down. I'm tired, man. So I'm just saying. That's why they created happy hour. <laughs> Tip for life. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna yeah. just chill till this traffic die down. Have a drink. Yeah. Drink a little bit. A little. Next round on me, y'all. Oh, so that's what happy hour was for. <laughs> I didn't know that until now. Yeah. I didn't think know like, that. It's, it's doing those prime time or uh, them traffic hours. That's so right. I, 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 I you know that, Chris. I honestly thought that was just like, hey, man, let's go get happy hours. Like, yeah, let's go out to go get. That's why happy hours, Chris. Yeah, get man. off work, have a drink or two, chill out, let that traffic go down. Mm -hmm. If you had a rough day, you know, get a little, little buzz going and head on home. Didn't know good. that. Tell you. And uh, speaking of Astro, um, what's the name? Got that Astro going too as well. Uh, Travis Scott. Yeah. That, that's on the music side. Just want to give a shout out to Travis Scott real quick. But, uh, yeah. But yeah, but moving forward, um, today we're filming on uh, Saturday morning, but right now, if you are at the George Floyd March and you're out there with uh, Sylvester Turner and Sheila Jackson Lee and all them out there, <laughs> mm -hmm. I want to give a shout out to you. I know Chris about <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to, to uh, Ali Sadiq on the radio. He was like, I mean, I couldn't have extended it a little bit. I mean, they walking from like Yates to TSU, which is like right across the street from each other. Yeah, <laughs> He's like, I could at least went around the block, at least uh, to come back. Yeah, man. <laughs> they, they, man, they gonna take some pictures, and make it, make it look like they, you know, went everywhere, bro. But, well, man, he's said, from where he's from, CUNY. He's from CUNY Homes. Right? Mm, yeah, he's from, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's from CUNY Homes. CUNY Homes is literally across the street. Like you can you can walk across the street. They go to library if they haven't changed it. Mm. Yeah, I think they're just going from like Till Wester to like what was it? Uh uh, uh Blodgett or something like that. Yeah. 
Man, is, is it hot outside? That's probably what they did. <laughs> I mean, we won't be out here that long. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we just, we just you know, take some pictures with everybody and, you know, we, you know, hey, yeah. probably got some but, snacks out there. Yeah, but, but you know, in all seriousness, it's about what it represents. So, I understand. Yeah. It ain't necessarily the, the walk. It's the, yeah. what they're doing, what is what the, the meaning of the, the march is for. So, yeah. I get it. Very true. R.I.P. to George Floyd and Hearts of Press, his family. I know um, I posted a couple of days ago about the Derek Chauvin, and I had to delete a um, comment that one dude put on that post. Um, just a troll. So, um, but yeah, Derek Chauvin, you know, they pretty much going to let the, sen- the sentencing for him or the time that he's supposed to be serving time. They say he could get over or, over 40 years. To me personally, I might as well say, you might as well say life. Um, I don't know how old Chauvin is, but um but yeah, and then the next trial for the other three police officers that was involved in that situation, I think it's going to get started in August, if I can remember. Coming yeah. up soon. So, um, yeah. and then, But I, I won't get too much into it because I'm going to go on a rant. I'm talking about homeboy who uh, who, who uh, wrote on that, that post. And now I got time for trolls. I have no time for n- nonsense or ignorance. So... I had I had posted something about the three killers of uh, Ahmad Arbery. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, they uh, the defense is trying to turn his criminal background and trying to use that in court. You know that's 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 a tactic that they use instead of who's to be on trial. They try to put the victim on trial. I'm like, he's not on trial. Why why does his criminal history even matter? Exactly. They didn't know True. that prior to. True. You know. I mean, he was—he wasn't the one that did anything. He's the victim. So, this is only acceptable in America. <laughs> like, like, like this don't even phase it. I'm not even shocked. That and that's the sad part. Mm-hmm. I'm not even shocked because that's normal. Like that's normalcy. That happens in America. Yeah, and speaking to that, Mike. Um, I don't know if y'all heard, but Texas, unfortunately, why I always got to start with Texas. They passed the law. Uh, this week, the GOP passed a law to stop teachers from talking about racism. Oh, God. I saw that. Yeah. Thank you. I saw that. Dude. Yeah, they, they banned them from talking about racism, white supremacy, our current events and news. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is one of those things. It was fast-tracked by Greg Abbott, Governor Hot Wheels, you know, to, to sign it into law. Uh, that social studies and civics teachers aren't allowed to discuss the concept that one race or sex is inherently superior to another or, or, or sex or the ideal that an individual by virtue of the individual's race or sex bears responsibility for actions committed in the past by other members of the same race or sex. So yeah. you remember you remember that episode on Martin where they had fast forward in time and Pam and Martin was old and Pam was taking care of Martin and he mm-hmm. was in the wheelchair. Yeah. And she pushed him down them stairs. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I know, right? It's it's like it's like man, like they want us to forget our history, but it's like it's so embedded in our history. America was built off the black backs of black people, you know, of, of mm-hmm. and indigenous people. So it's like it's like you know they try to erase the history so that way you can forget it, you know. But it's in, like you said, it's embedded. That's all. It, this the, it is that's that's not. A part of our history. I so hated that it is. It got interrupted. Our history got interrupted by what they wanted us to do during those times. And it sucks and it, I hate it. But 
they need to know. Yeah. But that that's the responsibility of the parents. Because yes. yeah. this whole past summer, man, my son was asking why. Why this? Why that? Why, you know, on 2020 summer was, it was a hot one. So. Mm -hmm. But at the yeah. same time, like, how can you teach the history of this country and not talk about racism and what happened, you know? Everything wasn't all like, oh, y'all forefathers came here, and you know they want to they want to put a gloss over over our history, you know. Which when you taking these classes, how, how can you teach a history class without just how can you? There's no way you can, you know. How can you speak about uh, Christopher Columbus this, discovering America and and what happened between the Indians? And mm. you can't you cannot. I don't give a damn. I have seen some documentaries on HBO about that, which I think you all, the extermination of the brutes. Mm. And it talks about that. It talks about Chris, like the, the Native Americans don't, they hate Christopher Columbus. They do yeah. not celebrate uh, Columbus Day. They don't. Like, yeah, and no, why is that? And why, why is that? It's like, y'all, you know, you just, Marking over everybody's pain and, and suffering like it just didn't happen. No, it happened. Mm -hmm. Yeah, those those um those European descents. Oh, I'm gonna say that. Descendants. Those it's just it's just like you know if you erase someone's history, you know you can take away their identity, and you can kind of build. They're trying to build their own narrative of what they they trying to you know because they don't like how everybody's. Come, they're seeing the power in numbers, right? This past mm -hmm. election showed that when we all group together and really how strong we are. Right. So how do you take away some of that power? You take away some of that history so they can't identify with certain things. You know, like and you know, like they're trying to set it up for it. We got to see the play. Like, mm -hmm. let's say they take that away now. In the future generations, they won't know nothing about racism. You know, it's just a whole game. You know, you just got yeah, to see yeah. the full play. You know what I'm saying? But that's why I say the parents have to be the one to step in mm -hmm. to, to, to recognize that for what it is and, you know, educate. Because that's I what I had to do. I had, I had to speed up the process of telling my son about things like, because I didn't want to, because I wanted to keep him like a, a kid as a kid, which he still right. is. But, and I teach him, don't, you know, don't look at other colors different. But that George Floyd, that George Floyd last year, you had no other choice. Yeah. When something is like bow right there, it's right, like, yeah. I have no choice but to. Man, they've been tearing down these statues of people that been, <laughs> that were slave masters. And it, it's, I mean, that's probably one another reason why. Uh, and they just don't want to cause an uproar. They want to get them, they, they're giving us the edited version of the history. And that's something that we need to know about. Now, don't just stop there saying, yeah, Christopher Columbus founded America. Okay, but the, you know, the Native Americans over there. So, I mean, what did he find? And then you got the other people that you know did history for us, black history and everything else. Mm -hmm. You glossing, like you, Chris was saying, you glossing over the other things. No, tell me everything, what happened, why it happened, when it happened, because I need to know more about it because history continues to repeat itself. And we tired of that cycle. So, <sighs> yeah, it's just the responsibility of the parents, bro. Yeah, that's that's yes. uh, it boils down to whoever that household, man. Teach you, tell tell your kids the real history. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. Get,
get your babies and tell them, hey, look, is this your school teacher? What's your school teacher? Okay, let me show you what I learned. This one. And then we open conversation. Then you see what, what's going on. So That's it. That's it. What's going on in sports, man? So like I said, this is uh, we filming on Saturday. So I'm not sure when y'all see this show. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, whatever you do see the show. Just know that Friday, uh, this past Friday, on the 14th, that the Astros won. And the Rockets, they won their final home game. And that was the final uh, commentating, comment, yeah, commentate, final commentating day for Bill Worrell, a legend in his own right. Yeah. Uh, that was the last day he hung it up. I thought he was going to hang it up a couple years ago, but then he came, I guess he came back. I don't know. But yeah, and I'm glad they won. So gave him a send, good, right send off. Yeah, so. that's good. That's good. That's good. Good, good old uh, Bill Warrior. I remember them championship days. Ooh, man. Maybe I'm miss- like old man. I remember them championship days. <laughs> Y'all remember when them old Rockets, boy? <laughs> the dream team. The dream team. Yeah, man. I'm going to miss this commentator, man. His one-liners had me laughing, man. When somebody get crossed over, Yeah. that boy said, when uh, James Harden crossed up Austin Rivers at one time, that boy said, Look like Austin Rivers dropped some clothes on the floor. That boy was <laughs> doing the win, man. <laughs> he he had me laughing a couple times, man. He 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 make it look like that he was out there coaching. I can because he said something about I think it was James Harden. They was trying to get because they didn't score a basket. This was in the playoffs, so it was very intense. So they didn't score a basket in the fourth quarter, and the game was getting close, and the Rockets had to leave. And I remember he, they had the ball. He was like, "Come on, Rockets, shoot him! <laughs> Come on, Rockets, get a basket!" Then Man, somebody that's... finally laid it up, and he was like, "Thank you." It was intense. Because yeah. it was a team that they didn't expect us to win, and it was like game something, something, and if we would have won, we would have went to the next round. And it yeah. was in the fourth quarter; it was only two minutes left in the game and a couple of seconds. And he was just—he went out the line. <laughs> yeah. no, I, used to, <laughs> I used to like when he was paired with um, him and Calvin Murphy together. Yeah, now, that was the that was a pair. Yeah. That was Calvin Murphy with them loud ass suits. Boy. Yeah. It took like he took your grandma's uh curtains down or her bed sheets and just wore them yeah. a suit or something. Yep, lime green and pink. This is what I'm gonna wear today. I'm gonna kill him with that right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. And that's what I liked about his commentating, man. He called it straight down the middle on both sides. And you need that in commentating. You don't want yeah, yeah you want to call your team out on their nonsense when they mess it up and Bill Royale and that and that team right there, that commentating, they'll let you know, nah man, y'all, y'all effing up for real. So Shout out to Bill Royal, man. Hope you have enjoyed your retirement, man. And we'll see who they get next for the next conversation. But um There's nothing else going on. Somewhere at 610. Oh Lord. I mean. <laughs> oh man. Ah uh, we will, man. We uh, I was doing uh, how much time we got left for our for I guess, come on, this 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 is a show, man. Yeah, we, we got some minutes, unless y'all want to take a break. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't think certain, so. I know <laughs> a certain team that need to take a break, man. They 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 all over the place. I don't much know who was on our team anymore. I don't know what's going on over there. We'll have a team, but I don't know what team. Man, we ain't, how, how we many got a pick next year? I think do we, we gonna make sure are we out of that that first round hole? I think we do got a fresh round pick next year, finally. Okay, but did, did y'all even glance at the um at the schedule? 
Did you even pay attention to the link that I sent you guys? I looked at our schedule. They said our schedule is pretty tough. (laughs) That's nice. I'm a horrible Texans fan right now because I was like, man, I almost want them. (laughs) Cool story, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Football? What's football? Never heard of it. Man, you know they feeling over there on the Sports Radio 610 because, you know, that's they that's they heavy on the Texans. They they always – like, I'll be sitting there in the, in the, in the uh, car at work, like, every time I turn on 610. The Texans, I'm like, yeah, you got to, like, get to the other – get to the other stuff, man. Like, I'm – so I'm just like, man, I don't want to hear this no more. I have more uh, – I enjoy listening to Sports Radio's uh, Talk 790 more than uh, 610 sometimes. So no shade towards them. I just enjoy listening to them a little bit more sometimes. So <sighs> see how you didn't impress everybody, man. God, I was no, a man. Bitch. I had to talk I about it. You, you talked about that? it. <laughs> shit. We brought the whole mood down. Was, I was, I was up here. Good. I was, was up here, man. It's all good, man. Care about them funky still is knowing. <laughs> Let me stop, cause I build up karma, and them jokers will lose every single game. They'd they be zero and sixteen. I'm still oh, gonna, gonna see Ben Roethlisberger <laughs> turn to Matt Shaw. That's what I want to see. Yeah, I, so let me stop. Go Texans. Go everybody. You want that bad sports karma? <laughs> I don't man. want that bad sports karma. I used to get it every time when the playoffs come around for basketball. For for, for us, I, I start talking smack to somebody. Then right when I talk smack, they lose. I'm like, yeah. I'm, nah, I'm good. All right. I, I picked this back up at week five. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, man. Any any um something happened with Deshaun Watson. Evidence showed that Tony Busby team initially talking to Deshaun Watson for settlement talks. So there's been talks about a settlement. That's why it's been so quiet, I guess. Mm. Yeah, they let it let it die down in the press. And, yeah, yeah. See what's what. Try to make a I mean, he has no. It, it sucks for him to be in this position. We we spot we spoke about it because it's it's, it's hard for him. He had all the leverage in the world to mm-hmm. leave Houston, and now he don't. They still drafted a quarterback, which is interesting. So yeah. they might end up trading him, but. They would, they would, I would thought they would still trade him during the draft because he could have got that Hershey Walker trade, that mega trade back in the day. That's how the Cowboys end up being the Cowboys because they got Emmitt mm-hmm. Smith off their trade and I think they got Troy Aikman because they was able to get draft picks and they was able to get Emmitt Smith right. mm-hmm. and Troy. So that brought championships to the city with that, that trade alone. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't know what they're doing. With him, but yeah, that was, I don't it's know, just man. it's just a messed up situation because either way it goes, he don't want to play for the team. Yeah, and they're probably in those settlement talks, and and it's like because it's hard to win a he say she say type of case. That's what it is. It's his word versus theirs. So that must not be. That tells me there may not be nothing concrete on either side. And so if he's if I'm I'm assuming that he tried to go ahead and um just try to be get it over with done with. Pay him off and just like this, you know, get on with his career. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. That's what it's looking like because um, I'm saying it's a Me Too movement going on, and this, you know, how hard they were pushing this. Like we, 
heard something every day. And now, like y'all said, like it just died down and nobody heard nothing. It's been quiet for like what? It's been quite a couple of months now. It's it's been quiet. It's been real quiet. Mm-hmm. And uh so something going on. And I, I think he about to get traded or something about to happen. Something something about to happen. It's been real quiet. So all the teams that was expecting to get him, the 49ers, they got someone out of the draft. Um mm-hmm. the Bears too. That was uh uh, those two teams that are in the Jets, the Jets grab someone too. So it's like everybody is locked in with their quarterback. That's what I'm saying. He has, he doesn't have, because they, from what my understanding was that if, if it was going to be a trade, it had to happen either before the draft or during the draft. Mm-hmm. But now that the draft is over and everybody got there, everybody got who they wanted. At one point they said that they, it, would, it would have been if the Jaguars reached out and I think they tried to with the Texans mm-hmm. to get Deshaun, and then they do a Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence come to Houston. They probably gonna trade him for a bag of potato chips to somebody who has a quarterback who they think might be a decent quarterback. And if that quarterback doesn't do good, then they have Deshaun in their back pocket. So I think that's what I'm. I think that's what might happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, well, time will tell. So we, yeah, pretty much we ain't gonna get we ain't gonna get nothing good for Deshaun because of what the situation was going on. That's why they drafted. That's why they drafted the quarterback. They yeah. drafted him. Um, I forgot the guy's name. <laughs> they're gonna probably get a couple of defensive players, a couple of offensive players for him, and then they're just gonna be. So what happens, happens. What yeah. happens, happens. Yeah. Yeah. Fallout. Yeah. And it's and then people gonna rant and complain all day, and I'm gonna just have to turn that radio off because I don't want to hear it. And but we gotta go through them growing pains. <clears throat> gotta go through it. Gotta go through it. But, come to Texas, old Deshaun. Come on, come on, come yeah. to the Steelers, Deshaun. We got. Yeah, y'all, y'all used to dealing with that. Now let's stop. Pittsburgh, we all right, man. It's a little bit cold out there, but we'll yeah. take care of. No. <laughs> I live Uh-oh. in Pittsburgh, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. We're gonna get at the critics corner real quick, see what's going on in the entertainment business. So we're gonna get this one out the way real quick. So all three of us, all three of y'all, all three of us finally sat down and watched them. We're gonna get this one out the way, get my, my traumatized ass on out the way. You are not allowed to recommend anything movie <laughs> TV wise for at least yeah. two months. Yeah, James did that. <laughs> James did that. He I did, did that to it. all of us. Now that my memory comes back to me, uh, I apologize upon the just. Oh, I'm gonna let you remember. My wife, she said, I ain't thinking about your ass. You remember to sit there. Yeah, you're right. I'm going. <laughs> it wasn't necessarily the scary stuff that got me. It was the more the racism that creeped me. I was like, it was both for me, bro. It man, was both. See, this is this is why I'm the wrong one to watch scary movies with. And I know next time I see Mike's wife, she probably gonna say, You, you the one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um I, I, see, but okay. So for me, this this show, it, like you said, Mike said, it was a racism and everything else. From it was everything, uh, and but Miss Vera, man, like I, I don't I don't deal with dark figures in 
the the, the dark. Hmm. Like I don't deal, and the way how they had her entrance, her setup was was perfect. Cause I ain't gonna lie, I'm turning on every light whenever I come in into some dark rooms. You know, I ain't got time for it, man. It, it was the it was the Hat Man for me, the Tap Dancing Man. Tap Dancing Man, oh yeah, it, it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that, that guy was creepy. Yeah, now for me it was that it was that that good old fashioned hate racism. Cause like actually the scary stuff didn't do me too bad, but this is when you got into the the, the the cat in the back that stuck with me. That one, and then the one with the, when they was going back in the day with with, with the they helping yeah. out the black couple. How you gonna gonna invite me to come stay and then you gonna burn me up? Like, it was it was man, it was brutal. It yeah. was brutal with that. They had they held no, nothing back. I mean. Yeah. The losing of the fingers, the, the punching of the eyes, the cat in the bag. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, spoiler alert if you haven't seen it, but yeah. <laughs> I'm just interested to see now how they're gonna go into season two because it really really was like us versus them. Right. Yeah. Like, you know. What they gonna do? So what you gonna do? Oh sorry, my bad. Tap dancing man. Yeah, that's but, uh, all I can think about when I seen the tap dancing man was Mike was like, is you real or is you wait? I mean, yeah. that's not the person with the biggest teeth. The biggest yeah. teeth. The biggest, whitest teeth. The biggest, the whitest teeth. <laughs> and, and, then, and then he was talking shit when he said, the man said, I wanted to punch his teeth like so much. That man said, that man said, I just grabbed the sugar plum and mastered and cut my finger. Then the other guy said, if I was that nigga, you wouldn't have done shit. <laughs> <laughs> that made me laugh. I ain't gonna lie, man. But uh, yeah, man. So them, them scary movies, man. I, I, oh, man. But moving on from that, so the girl that was on, uh, the little, the youngest girl that was on the, um, on them. Uh, she's actually gonna be in the Kevin Hart movie called Fatherhood that comes out during I think the weekend of Father's Day. So I think that was good that her parents said, "Hey, sweetheart, you did some dark, traumatizing things. On that, were you a part of it? So it's good to have you in another film where it's lighter. Yeah, <laughs> then you yeah. have to deal, don't have to worry about a therapist right now. So, what? What? I'm gonna ask you a question. Would you let your daughter do it? Because my 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 wife said that if my son had an opportunity to do that, she wouldn't let him. I don't think I would. It depends. It's up there. That's up to the parent. Yeah. It, it is, yeah. right? I don't right. think I would. Yeah, I, I want to keep a, yeah, I want to keep a child in a child place and it all depends on how what slowly steps that they take to break out. And, and and who knows how they shot it to where they um what they exposed them to as far as when they're shooting it too, you know. Very true. To where they they maybe shoot that scene but they don't realize what the full scope of things going on. So I wonder if they yeah. you know yeah, them child stars, man. They the ones because like look at what Macaulay Culkin did. We we he was introduced to what Home Alone. Then he did what Page Master. And I'm not going by chronological order order, but you know he did Home Alone, then Page Master, then he did The Good Son. Good Son was a good movie, but also at the same time, I'm like, man, this little boy oh, messed yeah, up. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Good Son yeah. was a good movie, but man, my girl. So all them damn bees. So it's just a uh, if for anybody out there who has child actors, you want to. That's between the parents and themselves, but I do get a feel for it. Like, man, you want your child to to slowly transition into the right films and right TV shows or whatever, so they can if they want to have that longevity and go into it. You're like, oh, okay, this kid did this friendly thing. Now he doing this. Now he doing this. So, yeah. Because the oldest girl was on Us. Yeah, that's right. She was that's on right. Us. She was. Yeah, she was on Us. Oh, oh yeah, her scenes again. She was another one that 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 kind of messed me up a little bit too. Yeah, 
Yeah. You know, they was addressing so much, like just self-hate and yeah. Oh my goodness. They I mean it was it went there. It yeah. Went. They couldn't yeah. hold back because if they held yeah. back, you would yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry, y'all. Oh y'all. I owe y'all something. Oh y'all apologize more than apology. That traumatized. Yeah, you ain't shit. Nah, I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> me. It, it wasn't me this time. I remember I was at the courthouse trying to get my sticker, and he's like, hmm, here's a trailer of them. I'm like, oh, I'm going to go watch that when I get home. I had to close my bedroom door then. I ain't never closed my bedroom. I'm like, I'm the only one to stay here. But I'm like, I'm just going to close this door today. Well, that, ep- that episode five, I had to walk away like, damn, let me just. Turn everything off. I'm done. I went outside. I smoked a cigar. Just, just... <laughs> I was just in here like, <laughs> no. And then they ended it like. That. Then I text them immediately. Like, wait. <laughs> <laughs> then they ended it like they ended it like that. Like that's it. That's episode. Five. That's how y'all gonna end it? Like man. I knew it was crucial because they had so much disclaimers in the beginning of it. Oh my gosh, man. That's tough. So moving forward, <laughs> I don't want to put lighter news. Uh, oh, in, in, in other news, yeah, well, there's a uh, a new show that came out this week too. The uh, the Upshaws. I checked that out. Yeah, with, uh, Mike Epps, Kim Fields, uh, um, and Wanda Sykes. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's I, pretty I, I dig good. it. I dig it. I, I like what I'm seeing so far. Um, yeah, I like what I'm seeing so far. Uh, I, I'm on that on episode four or five, I think. Yeah. It's, it's pretty yeah, good. It, it, it definitely shows a blended family, you know. He had a break baby on, on his wife. And he got that, that son from, the, yeah, so it's, it's a good blended family dynamic. Yeah. You know, Wanda is that, that auntie that's always talking stuff that don't like him. Yeah. Kim Fields is his wife, is Mike Epps' wife. So it's a pretty good solid show. Yeah. Just crazy. I haven't, I haven't watched it yet, but it's number one on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. That um that one kid, the young teen, I forgot his name already. The young, the dark, the, the young boy. Um, Kylan, Kaylin, something like that. Yeah, the younger son. He actually worked with the lady who I'm a part of her workshop. She mm-hmm. he worked with them before. Kelvin, so, that was his name. Kelvin. Yeah, there you go. So that that's pretty cool, right there, to see that he got some work. So she posted that, and we all told him congratulations and everything. So yeah, um, yeah. Invincible. We all watched Invincible. Um, yeah, that was pretty man. Yeah. I, th- I like the way they, the cartoon is drawn. I like how it um, gives you that old school feel from like like from us '90s kids growing up. Like remember like how the X Men cartoons used to look like yeah. it was drawn in like in that that type of uh, space. Yeah, it was decent. Yeah, it, yeah, it was a good twist to it because you know it didn't start getting the uh, that moment to at the end of the. Episode one, because when I watched it, I'm like, man, this is like a Dollar Tree version of the Justice League. Because <laughs> I was like, uh, it's all right. But then after the, the credit, you know, like how Marvel does it, yeah. it was like, whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah. Then it took it from there. That's the Invincible. In the beginning, it was like Justice League. But after that, this is the Invincible. This is a a different show from what you think it's going to be, and I like that twist that they did. Yeah, I think that- episode one really, if if uh, the just if really if Superman was really going to fight them, that's how it'd be. <laughs> that's how it would have went. That's how it'd be. That's how it'd been. Yeah, yeah. definitely. 
man, I said, dang, boy. And the memes are heavy right now. The whole little, you got to think, Mark, think, man. <laughs> memes are heavy up in this right now. Yeah. So I enjoyed it, man. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, they got they got a lot of good working actors on um uh, Carl Winslow. He's the yeah. principal. He was the principal, man. And yeah. uh Marshawn Ali, he's in it. He's yeah. the, the I don't know the character's name, but he's the, the black guy with the rock. You oh know? Mahershala Ali, yeah. They yeah got Mahershala Ali. I said Mashawn. Mahershala Ali. Yeah. Oh, that was a good fake out. That yeah. his episode. Yeah. yeah. They they got a lot. They everybody yeah. in there, man. Yeah, they got a lot of people. They got a lot of people. Everybody is in that thing, man. So yep. check out Invincible if you haven't. Um, what else is out there? Angelina Jolie movie dropped out, dropped, dropped out, dropped off, dropped today. Um, Those that want me dead, I think that's on HBO Max as well as Spiral is out. I've been hearing some good things about that. Yeah, I'm gonna check that out tonight. Nice, nice. I just, I want to see Chris Rock in his <laughs> in that light. I heard he did really good. I, I, I already I mean, watched. If you really watch Chris Rock, right, he's really a good, like a lot of comedians are really good, like just mm. actors in general. Like people know Kevin Hart as a like a comedian, you know, it's funny all the time. But if you really watch his movies, when there's those serious scenes, I'm like, he really can act, like, you know? So I know this father's movie is going to be good. And then looking at Chris Rock in the same space, uh, what movie was that? I Think I Love My Wife. Yeah. Although it was a comedic movie in those serious scenes, it's like okay, you can really see him. Like I felt the emotion. I'm like okay, he acting, acting. So yeah, So this one I think is gonna be good. Yeah, and Kevin Cameron. Hart has got an action movie coming out called Borderlands. That's based on the video game, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know what his character is because I never played Borderlands, but it's pretty popular video game, and mm-hmm. it's gonna be his first little action movie. I remember when they asked him on the Breakfast Club, they you know you doing all this working out. He said, "I'm not doing this for nothing. I'm gonna be in some action movies." Right. So. Smoking it exists, and he got he got the physique for it, and he <laughs> he can be that comic relief. But you know, hey, it's it's, it's a good look for him. I like the the project, projects he's a uh, a part of right now. So. Yeah, so Spire is going to be fire. I believe it's going to be a good movie. Yeah, I'm looking forward to him watch it. Um, yeah. Another one, uh, the Mitchells versus Machines. If you haven't watched that on Netflix, that is a that is the most funniest cartoon I have seen in a while. I have the yeah. cruise was funny, but it wasn't this funny. I yeah. I can't remember the last time that I have seen my son. We we sat back and we watched it. That is a good cartoon, bro. It's a good the machine. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a good one. It's it's a good family. Good family show. Yeah. And there's um another show I've gotten into this show called the uh, the Circle. It came back with a season two. Oh yeah, I heard about that. Circle, that is that is interesting. I don't know how you know you working all day, you find stuff to do while you're at work. I'm, the circle is like a um, they put like strangers in the in these apartments where they don't see each other, they can't talk to each other. They only talk through their little messaging thing. Like it's like a you know, so it's like it's like you're trying to become an influencer to kick people out. You know, people could be catfishing each other. Right. Yeah. I, I I seen the first season. I make fun of my wife for watching that because <laughs> Netflix have so much to offer, <laughs> but she decides to watch that show, which is probably a good show, but that show, Cooking, Forging Knives, and, <laughs> and other, I'm like, man, it's like a, a million, that's like all these other movies and you decide to watch that. Because <laughs> really all it is is them talking about Hey, it's like saying, like you're talking to Siri or something. Like, hey, message, 
I watch you just watch people message each other all day. That's pretty much the whole show. Yeah. I'm just trying to figure out who each other is. Yeah. That's cool. I need to check that out, man. Let me see. Getting into other stuff, we, we got to touch on this little bit right here. So, Portia Williams mm-hmm. and her fiance. No. Man, I almost watched the show. I didn't watch I haven't, because I'm just, what was it? I think my era of reality TV show was back with Flavor Flav and and the, you know, all them love shows and stuff. And then after that, I said, I can't watch no more because I'm tired of this shit. I'm t- <laughs> my, my brain hurt. I can't, I can't keep, I, I just can't do it no more. It was too much. On the optics, it definitely doesn't look good for her. No, it don't. No, no. Some kind of code, girl code, friend code, some codes are being broken somewhere. Somewhere. <laughs> um, I had to do my research because like James say, I don't watch the show because I, I recently stopped watching Love and Hip. Let me say not recently, like a year or two ago, I stopped watching Love and Hip Hop because it was the same thing. Like they have, they meet a new girl. And the girl's like, hey, let's go over to this party. And the other girl don't like that girl, but the mutual girl invited her to the party. And then before you know, they throwing drinks and shit at each other. Yeah, or they get invited to the, I had to start watching it too. It was like the girl getting invited to, everybody was doing all this music. Where's all this music? Yeah, again? all the music. Month. Yeah, all the music. I'm in the studio and all this, this and that and the third. And uh, I ain't heard of it. Maybe. Well, no, no, no lie. They gave us Cardi B. They gave us Cardi B. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they did. They did. Give I saw that. Like, I was like, "Where's this music? Everybody always recording. Like, swear they got the number one hit." Man, I, I yeah. can't do it. I, I'm just, I got t- like I said after that. I love money, and then the for flavor of love and real chance of love. After that, I checked out because I was just tired and done with it. Man, it made my head hurt trying to figure out why y'all want all this drama. I know y'all got trying to get ratings. But why? And is <laughs> it worth it? Is it worth it? Hey, but but I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh, they couldn't try that in Houston because they they tried to have a love in hip hop Houston, yeah. but it got for real. Because gun start to be shown, <laughs> and from what I heard, it was Johnny Blaze and 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 Queen uh, Britney. They had got into a Britney. yeah, just Britney. Yeah, it's Queen Britney on Instagram. I gave her a shout out. Yeah, <laughs> but anyway, they were beefing. Then they say producers was getting guns was being shown their producers, yeah, and yeah. they was taking their equipment. Yeah, you can't play that in Texas, no. man. Houston, man. We said early. We said earlier today. Yeah, We do not play in Texas. We will. We will shoot you. <laughs> now there is this um one show I know that was big this week was the finale for um. Don't judge, but I have my guilty pleasure of, of Married at First Sight is the name of the show. Right. And now, Married at First Sight is like you have, these people meet their husband or wife the day of them getting married. They married on the same day they meet them. I think <laughs> then, I seen something. And then like they put that. them yeah, for two months. They they live together and they learn each other. And then they decided they're going to stay together. So this I just got hip to it because of Netflix. So now this particular season, I have to denounce a Chris that's on that show because he does not represent all Chris's in the world. This guy is the scum of the earth. This guy went on the show, told her people he he did not, he was not attracted to her, didn't like her, but then slept with her twice and then told her that he was having a baby with his ex. <laughs> and then introduced her to the ex, talking about he bought the, the baby mama a BMW and all that stuff. And 
was going to work it out with her and wanted to get divorced. So all I have to say, they get down to this finale. They sent this girl through the wire and she's still like contemplating being with the guy. I think I may want to stay married. To him. And it was just like, eventually she did say she was going to divorce him, but she still is contemplating that she's going to um, stick around. I feel like she's going to mess around and get back with him. It's like, well, yeah, it's toxic. It's toxic as, as hell. It, it sounds. <laughs> yeah, that's all I'm going to say, yeah. But, One know. reality show I can't see is Hoarders. They got a new season on mm. Netflix. I can't see that. Oh, no, that made me want to clean up my house. Don't it? I can't. It may. <laughs> but, <laughs> like you start looking at me, and them power codes been sitting over there for a good minute. I remember I seen the first episode. And my son was at school. As soon as he got out from school, hey boy, go in there and go. <laughs> shit everywhere. <laughs> Pick it up. I cannot live my life like that, man. Oh, um, before I forget to, um, Ellen DeGeneres show. There's a rumor going around saying that Tiffany Haddish is going to take over the show and Ellen is leaving. People have been bashing Tiffany. Some of I ain't going to watch the Tiffany on it. Even people of, of our color. I'm like, man, yeah. look, man. It's t- I look at it as like this. You at your job, and you're the only person that puts in for that job that people don't want. And then when you finally get it and you put that hard work in, people won't start bashing. I don't like her. I don't like him. Yeah, that same. That's that's that happens all, man. I know with, with Ellen, she said she released a statement. She said that um, you know, she always you know, even though everything went down her controversy of her workplace environment stuff last year, that's not why she was leaving the show. She said yeah. she always knew she was going to end it. Next year, because she wanted to, she felt like she got stagnant creatively. She said, I um, she said she wanted to, you know, that's why she started doing stand up again and stuff because she felt like she was kind of stuck in a place creatively. So that's why she said she wanted to end the show after next season. I understand that. I understand that too. So shout out to both of them. Shout out to Tiffany um, if she does take it. Um, hey, good luck with it. And um, hey, but for all the people out there hating on it, man, look. Just, just stop. <laughs> just, just, just yeah, stop. I think Tiffany is a good replacement. Yeah, she's yeah. showing. Right. Got a lot of personality. There's a lot of new music came out. We had Migos drops some new music. Twenty One Savage, Nicki Minaj, yeah, Nicki Minaj, uh, J Cole, Kodak Black, especially that J Cole though. Everybody's talking about that J Cole. Yeah, I got finished jamming it. I was listening to it last night finally, and I was like, oh yeah, I, I have to. The last J Cole that I listened from start to finish was Born Center. Mm-hmm. Born Center is a classic in my eyes. Uh, and then there was the other one afterwards. I didn't get get into it too much, but yeah, J. Cole, he 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 comes out. He's like a Maxwell. It takes him a long time to come out with this. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know, I don't know if y'all heard, he's going to be playing professional basketball for, for the Africa team. An Africa team, yeah. yeah. Him and, him and uh, Sack uh, West, he's another rapper. I probably said it. That's, that's kind of dope. You kind of get to play professionally. You know, you don't hear too many people getting into professional basketball at 30 something years old. Mm-hmm. Go for it. Yeah, go for it. Go your dream. Mm-hmm. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got to clap it in for this gentleman right here. This is my first time meeting him. So, welcome, welcome to the show, homie. This is yeah, Mike yeah. in the building. And- oh, I'm excited. Thank y'all. Oh, it's about to be hype. Oh, it's about yeah. to be hype. Yes, what's up, man? Like, like I said, you know, pleasure meeting you, man. I heard nothing but good things about you, man. So, you know, man. I'm going to let, since Chris and Mike know you, I'm going to let, you know, them, I'm going to 
I'm doing it this way because that's the side of the screen that they all know. They don't, you know, handle this this interview, and I, I'll chime in a little bit, a little bit here, a little bit there. So you know, I'll let y'all go ahead and uh, handle that right now. Sure. Oh, man, yeah, this is a this is a, a good one for me. I, I definitely uh, and I've been excited about this interview all week, man. This is my guy, man. This is I actually have a personal relationship with him because we we used to work together. Uh, I used to manage him at one point in his rap career. And sure. we stay, you know, we was friends before. We remained friends, man. This guy's like an innovator in, in the industry, in my opinion. And so, oh, man. Um, I appreciate him coming on and doing this interview today, man. Yeah, nice. me, yeah, me and Mike, we go back from who? What the tenth grade, ninth grade, yeah. ninth grade, ninth grade, ninth grade campus, uh, Humble High. Yeah, man. Me and Mike, we still, we still tapped in, man. Mike. He's a good person, bro. He'll motivate. He might knows how to motivate the snail to go faster. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he been he 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 inspired a lot of people. We me me and Will talked about you the other day, bro. Uh, he's like, man, Mike. Yeah, Mike is great for you guys to interview because I remember when he made that transition. But we're gonna get into that. You know, we're gonna talk about that. That's uh, about, about the transition from where you used to work at to now. So, you know, like like you tell me, we watch you. I watch you, Mike. I watch you. I was, and we watch you too. There's a lot of eyes on you too. You made a lot, you helped a lot of people by just- That's crazy. So. That's crazy. That means a lot. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just going off my instinct. So <laughs> I'm just, you know what I'm saying? That means a lot that people are getting anything out of it. That means a lot, you know what I'm saying? So I'm excited. Yeah, let's, um. I mean, let's, let's, let's introduce you to some people. Let's kind of tell them, talk to them about how you got started and, and you know, and the music and how did you, uh, this is your musical journey. Let's, let's get into that a little bit. For sure. I'll give y'all the condensed version. So my name is uh, Kibo. My real name's Mike, but I go by Kibo. Started doing music in high school. Actually, when I got cut from the basketball team, I was like, man, I got nothing but a whole semester to do nothing. And I really like music. So me and my cousin just started messing with it. And then I messed with a met another friend. We started getting into it. So it's been since high school. And with music, it was, I learned so much. It's hard to like condense it into a few sentences. But the thing is, my 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 thing about people who are trying to do music, you always feel like there's a timeline to get signed or this or that. And if you don't reach it, then it was a dream that was never fulfilled. But for me, I, even after that, you know, that point where you hit what, 29, 30, and it still don't pop. I'm just like, well, I still love doing this. So I just don't want to stop. And as I kept going, the industry of the world changed. Social media became more prevalent. People older became having a voice. And it just, it, it almost felt like there was a resurgence of uh, appreciation for all different viewpoints. So where I thought my music in my music path may have took a end, it just took a whole new beginning. And I never stopped creating music, but then I ran into a freelancer website called Fiverr, uh, which was a platform for people to do graphic works and all this. And I saw people were rapping on there. So I checked it out. Like, hey, bro, these rappers ain't got nothing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, if I come on there, I'm going to kill it. That's exactly what I thought. And I just took out of my job, letting me go because I kept like going home and knocking out little Fiverr freestyles and verses. They're like, hey, bro, you late too much. So we got to let you go. And the, the manager was like, good luck on that music. I know you do that. Good luck. And I did, I went full time into it. And since 2017, 
that's all I've been doing. That was just my full source of uh, income, just writing for commercials, for shows, movies, ghostwriting. So what was my passion that I had no idea where it could take me became my bread and butter, you know what I'm saying? It was a blessing. So I got to meet people all over the world and got to do so many things. And it's, I feel like it's just getting started. So that's pretty much my full, you know, thing as far as music. But I still do my own thing for my own music, but I work with everybody, you know what I'm saying? So. No, I think that's dope, man. I think, you know, a lot of artists, especially that's going to be, um, like when they do your own song, I can't wait to talk about it. I'm definitely not going <laughs> A lot of artists always, they don't, everybody is, I think we had this conversation before where everybody's trying to get through this one door to get into the yes. industry and yeah. find, you know, that way, one way in, but you found a back, another door. You're like, you know what? Exactly. And you're still yeah. able to still do what you love and still able to, to, to be creative and everything. So I think that's- When awesome. you when you think of, when you ask people, who's your favorite rapper? It's usually going to be, like, depending on the age, it's only going to be a handful of people they name. Which is crazy because you think about how many people actually rap. So if you ask, uh, say you have a friend who raps, and you ask your friend who's your favorite rapper, they're never gonna name that person. They never name your friend. You know, it's kind of crazy when you think about it. We name what who we've been influenced by and who we've seen. So I'm like, if all if we only go off of what we've seen, there's no chance. But if you think of it as a bigger picture, like video games need songs, movies need songs, this and that needs songs. When you start to think like that. You know the people that make the biggest impact on music, you don't even know their names. You know what I'm saying? Look at the line of right. the people that make the most bread, we don't know their names. And I got to talk to some of these people. And I'm just like, oh, so it's not about who you see the most, it's about who's moving things around. And so I just, it just changed my whole world. Like I used to want to be that fully that face. Like I have to be seen, I have to be an image. And I still am, but I'm like, bro, there's money over here, and it's so much. So it really hurts me. On a side note, not to go off of the tangent, it hurts me to see when I see people who look like me, you know, black people, when we have beefs or fight, it's just whack, man, because there's so much money to, to make. I'm just like, it's so much. There's untapped. There's businesses that just like, we need a rapper, but we don't know nobody. You know, if we got to think outside of just that one door, like Chris said, it's, it's buku doors that's just untapped. They ready to pay somebody. You know what I'm saying? So. Oh. Hey, Mike, how do you balance creating music and you are a father? Congratulations. For sure. Um, yeah, for a uh, father, husband, how do you balance that throughout the day? Because that's that's my main problem. And it's like I'm juggling, fumbling, going through it. Yeah. But I'm making my strides from acting to podcasts, and then we got to be active on social media. So, how do you do it, Mike? Because you've been in it. Well, 2017, how do you make it work for you? Bro, that's that's not easy. I don't even know if I have a definitive answer, but I think it's just you, you create a schedule and then everybody's in one accord because it's hard, man. Like um, having to do work and then trying to create stuff for social media and then also it's it's a lot, bro. It's yeah. I've had a couple of burnouts. I had so many burnouts. I had so many. Uh, I had. Uh, a nervous breakdown. I even know that that was a real thing. I used to hear people say that. I was like, yeah, I, heard, I had it. It was like 2018 because I was going so hard for like 24 hours. And I'm just like, I just like, mm-hmm. my wife's like, yo, we got to go to Austin. We got to chill. I was like, no, nah, but I got to respond. I got to send an email. No, 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 no. So mental health is super important. Taking a break is super important. 
that email will get sent. But if you burn out and kill yourself, you kill your creativity, you kill your energy, you you just you get into a sinkhole. So you have to create a schedule for yourself and then cut it off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's got to be a time where you're not responding in the middle of the night on phones. Like I have to learn that, but you got to give yourself time to not do. And that's hard. But it's a schedule. It's creating a schedule. You know what I'm saying? And learn to say no. I had to I had to read a book called The Power of No. Learn and I like that book. Mm-hmm. I need to pick up that book. I need to be the one to create the second book because I, <laughs> no I say no to everybody. You know, when you be a father and and, and, and you got to, I never said no a lot until right. I became a father. I, yeah. I said no to my mom so many times she don't even ask. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, no. I heard Dr. Dre say he says no more than he says yes. And that used to bug me out. I'm like, bro, you're missing on opportunities. When somebody DM me on Instagram and they'd be like, hop on a verse, I used to be like, yep, yep, let's do it, let's do it. And then eventually I was like, what's the point? What, what is the end goal? If I burn myself out doing everything and nothing got accomplished, you know, so you have to start thinking like, what is the purpose of me doing whatever? Because your energy, your time, you can't get that back. Exactly. Right. It, yeah. It's something you can't even pay for. It's like, no, I like to buy 10 years back, please. You can't do it. You know what I'm saying? No, you can't. No. Yeah, so you have to be sparingly of your time. And like you said, when you come, become a father, it's even less time. So if, you, yeah. if, if you're if you on the phone, you know, somebody call you, be like, yeah, man, I'm just saying what's up. You'd be like, okay, well, what you want? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I got all day. You feel me? Like, yeah, we don't have time. Point. Please text me. I just want you to text. You could have texted me that. You could have right. texted me that. <laughs> you feel me? It's a lot of stuff. So, yeah, like right now, like it was, it was set time for this. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited, bro. But yeah, that's how I do it. It's, it's scheduling. Cool. Okay. Cool. Okay. Is there uh, any new spaces uh, that you're trying to get into? That that you're trying to? What's next? What's what's the new? Sp- is there any new spaces you're trying to get into? Any new? Uh, yeah, for sure. So. um I'm I'm working on a lot of new music, but the thing about music is there's over there's an overabundance of music. There's, there's more people that make music now. So if you say, "Yo, I got a project," it's like, man, I still got albums from big artists I ain't got to listen to yet. So I'm I'm kind of rethinking like, um, how do I want to present this music that, for it to be digestible? Because it's listen, it's so much. So I'm like, if I'm doing it, it's you know I really want to make sure that it's presented right, and I'm proud of everything I put out the keyboard i'm proud of so I, I have no regrets but the next the next few things i'm doing is i'm putting out music but the animation world what happened was during the quarantine i was on tiktok like everybody else and i saw this person break down how he does animation on this app on the ipad and i was like man i wish more i wish i could because the thing about rap and music is like the lyrics are so like uh i don't know animated i'm like wonder why more people didn't explore the animation route. Like, I know Andre used to have his show. And, you know, there's a couple of people that, like, delve into it. And then, uh, but I just, like, I, I just wish I knew how to do it. And so I started playing with it. And I started to get into it. And I was like, oh, okay. So I do these little one-second, like, rotoscoping things. And I've had quite a few people DM me, like, yo, how much you charge to do mine? I'm like, y'all like that? I just learned this stuff. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, cool, right, you know? Right. But I'm enjoying that realm of like creating visual because we're in a visual market like putting a, a logo saying check out my song they don't really do nothing on instagram anymore it used to be enough but now it's like you, you got to grab my attention before i heard anything it's like whoa what is that exactly. you know exactly. you know you'd be surprised what sometimes just i think i used to tell you this a lot just sometimes you just got to put stuff out there 
to see what the people yeah. gravitate towards, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I, I'm, like, I have, like, I'm sure, like, y'all, the worst case overthinking. So if it ain't proper, I'm like, I ain't putting it out. But, you know, <laughs> you got to put it out, put stuff out. I agree. I'm such a fan of your work and I have good memory. I remember you made a post that you don't cuss. A lot of people, probably people don't pay attention to this, but he don't cuss on his records. Right. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So speak on that. I, mean, I heard, I remember the story, Mike, but elaborate yeah. more, like tell everybody, you know, because it was a story that came, that went behind that. Yeah, basically, um, I grew up, my my family didn't cuss. My mama would on rare occasions when she just fed up, but she'd be like, boy, if you don't get choked. And that's how you know it's serious. So cussing is a is a is an art form. You gotta know it, use it sparingly. But if you use it all the time, it it, it dulls it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so but I just grew up in a household where it just it wasn't like you ain't gonna you ain't gonna be punished, but you just we just didn't cuss. So right. when I got into the hip hop world where it's like laden with like profanity, I'm like, oh, I'm finna cuss, I'm finna turn up, I'm finna say everything you think of. <laughs> and and then um as I got older, I knew that it felt uncomfortable. Like when I go to shows, you know, for Chris, we'd be like, put your mother hands up, because everybody gets hyped. They know. <laughs> I can't hear you. And so my little brother started to watch me and he started to learn how to make beats. So everything I did, he mimicked. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. So he popped up in one of my shows. And I'm like, put your mother hands up. I go, and I see him in the crowd. I'm like, and then I, I talked to him. I was like, bro, I don't really cut. He said, oh, no, I ain't tripping. I know you got to. I said, this is fake. Like, you know me as this. And then I'm doing it. I was like, man, I can't be, I can't do this, man. This don't feel real. And what is the main thing about hip hop? Keep it real. Yeah. So I'm like, I got to take this out because I just don't feel right. And I'm like, I'm creative enough to get, say everything around the cuss word and still make you feel the same impact. And I remember back in the day, Chameleon put out an album, mm. the second album, Sound of, Sound of Revenge. Sound of Revenge. We I just about store. to say that. Sound of Revenge, we were in a record store and a dude walked in, he's like, this is new Chameleon? I was like, yep. I said, where the cussing version? I said, ain't no cussing version. He's like, man, I was like, you didn't listen to it. Are we just programmed to just only be able to process that? I was like, right. the album went hard. Oh, no, I was about to say, I actually remember when um, that came out, when I, I got both that CD and the other one, because he was saying that he don't want to put uh, music out there where he just does not curse. He wants you to actually listen to the music. Yeah. And it's some comedians out there that, it kind of like goes hand in hand with some of these comedians where they're saying like, they just get them there cursing and cursing and cursing. Where's the joke? What did you get yeah. out of that joke? Same thing yeah. with uh, Groucho Marx. That's an old, 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 old school comedian. He was saying that you get these comedians that get on stage and just cuss and cuss and cuss. Right. But and be dirty with it, like he finds the true art form in comedy, co comedy when you aren't dirty or you tell him the joke the right way and set up that punchline. So it's kind of like same thing what you talking yeah, about. So I think exactly. it's it's not that, and I never wanted to promote it like I don't cuss because then automatically think here we go Will Smith. Or something yeah, Will like. Smith be the butt of the joke. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, Will Smith. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm not Will Smith. Like, listen to what I'm saying. Like, I'm still talking about dirty stuff. It's just I didn't use that word. So. I never put out there I don't cuss because that's to me that's a, a gimmick. I'm like I still make the same type of music. I'm just I'm hard with it. I just don't use those words. And that and it was my it was my brother and it was a couple other reasons. I, I also talked at a school. My mom's friend told me to come talk to the school for career day since I did rap. They knew all the words to everything on the radio. Nicki Minaj, Drake. And I was like I don't want to add to this this stuff because the mm. kids are getting impacted. So I'm just like. I just need to, I know that I'm not making music for kids, but I'm just like, 
if I'm gonna live to a certain time and I can't take whatever I put out in the world back, at least I have control. Like I'm proud to say that I put this material out there and then I moved on to the next round because honestly, are we really gonna be jamming the same like type of music when we're 70? Probably not. Right. Rap, hip hop, music, the industry, it's all a business. So looking past the business, they, they, they only use words because they know that the certain demographic is going to gravitate toward it. Like my mama used to be like, um, why is all these new R&B artists? It's because it's a business. But it's like, I already know past the business. I just don't want to put nothing out there. I'm not going to be like my son here and be like, and I got to oh, change that. I, I said something, oh, change that. Nah. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. that's that's something being um, also just authenticity is important, right? Authenticity. You know, yeah. like a lot of rappers, like you, I'm not going to, Let's say like Takashi's or the oh we yeah. better get like CB4. Remember the movie like they were gangster <laughs> rappers, gangster yeah. rappers living, but they were really suburb kids. Yeah. Like a lot of a lot of artists out there, they become these these fake personas, right. and you know especially now with that street culture, they'll test you. You know, and yeah. it says something when you're able to put out your work and and be in your craft, but you're able to be your true self. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. You're not busting guns and doing this and that, you know. You ain't got to. Right. You have. You can still make good music without. Without to have to. Yeah. 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 I've been. A, I've been around. I've been around every everything you could think of, bro. I've been around hood people. I've been around intellect. I've been around white suburban kids. I've been around it all. And you, you, if you don't pay attention to what you're self saying, you end up losing yourself. So I'm like, I don't really like saying this, and I. It's just not me. So if my if my music is not the forte of certain, if it's not for certain people, that's okay. I'm still gonna be me. Like art, you're supposed to do you and unapologetically, and that's it. So you know what I'm saying? Like if right. if you can't tell I'm going harder than every rapper you listen to with cussing, then you just ain't wasn't listening. Cause you know what I'm saying? You don't need it. You just gotta be creative enough to like and and in the end, the radio edits it anyway. So you got to be able to be creative enough to figure out how to make a radio version anyway. I respect okay. people. I respect the artists like that more who's saying, I, I'm not using curse words. So because like it makes your brain think and creatively come up with these lines and these yeah. verses to put out yeah, this music. Yeah. I also feel you on that. Uh, We're not going to be listening to the same music when we're 70. Homie, I listen to jazz when I'm cooking, when I'm cleaning. I'm a young old man. <laughs> Straight up, bro. <laughs> I, I listen to my mama's music. I listen to Telly Pendergrass, the Isley Brothers. I listen to that. Right. Like, yeah. You know? And that, and that's okay. If, you know, there's a, there's a period where you want like hard, edgy, because you feel it's edgy. And mm -hmm. after a while, you're like, bro, this, this is not edgy. This is everybody's saying the same thing. Everybody's saying the same. It's not thing. a distant hip hop or whatever. No, I still it's not. To it. I love it. But you you grow up, and if you think about the period of which you listen to that music, it's a small window. It's a very small window. So do I want to contribute to this this imagery, this lifestyle? I mean, no, nah, not really. You know what I'm saying? I want to do this for, for the long run. And in the long run, you got to have some content to be talking about. Otherwise, you're going to burn yourself out trying to fake fake it. When you fake it, you run out of, you don't even know how to be creative. And you're like, dang, I don't know what to say. What do people want to hear? Instead, I'm like, what do I feel? That's that's where you want to be. It is, is, if Mike, and the one thing that I like about you, Mike, is that you have range when it comes down to your music. It's just not one thing like hip hop, that's it, hip hop, that's it. Because that's how I was. I grew up listening to Nirvana and Red Hot Chili Peppers yeah. and, and Metallica and and that. And then it goes into country like Brooks and Dunn. I, I yeah, okay. did them. And then I even go into techno. One of the guys, he passed away. He was a DJ, AM. 
Yeah, BC. Yeah. 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 I, so I have range. I yeah. go. I go from a lot of different music, and it's and, and it's okay to to do that, you know. But it's it's a lot of people that wouldn't be okay with that. It's like, oh man, I just oh, man, that's not hard, and that's not street enough. But your brain is is it needs to grow. It has. It wants to expand. But yeah, you exactly. keeping it in that in that box, you know. The so inception you, of music, yeah. The inception of music was built on borrowing and learning from cultures. The piano, which is the quintessential instrument of most music, was created by an Italian man. Right. Mm -hmm. And then the piano, well, we can fast forward to ragtime, which was, was in the South, black people. And then you build off of that, you got blues and soul, and blues and soul. You got country, like everything's borrowed and taken, and then you got the Congo music. It's, everything's borrowed. So when you say I only listen to this, you rob yourself of the vast like tree branches that is music, the tapestry of music. But it's okay right. if people like only want to listen. You know, I'm not not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. But yeah. But you you missed out on the richness of why, you know, the hi hats do that on a hip hop song because they borrowed from this, a James Brown record. Right. Right. And James Brown borrowed from this. You'll know say like right. everything's right. connected. Right. Yeah. I think I think that um I think uh what's good about you is that you're you're open to um you're not tunnel vision, you know, you're you're yeah, able exactly. to accept uh uh you know critique and, and being able to learn. You have to be because you have to be a student of your craft. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. I think you picked that up very well where you're able to I can tell that you, you know, you're at least you really look at what's out there and you study and you, you know. Yeah, you have to. I said I y'all just Full disclosure, I used to send Chris like 50 songs and he's like, mm, I don't hear the hit. And I'm like, dang. So I'd have to just go back and keep working. Now, if you got an ego and you're like, man, that's a hit. I know what a hit is. You don't know what you're talking about. Then you miss out on an opportunity to get better. You feel what I'm saying? So yeah. it's, oh, it's, yeah. it's a hard hit to an artist because, you know, you go, but yeah, no, you got to have thick skin and you got to. I've been told by people like, oh, man. When I had when I had bad acne, you like man, the music's bumping, but we gotta fix that face. And I'm like, a, I'm like a, a, a late teen. I, I remember like, that, that journey. I remember yeah. that. I, I was remember like, bro, I'm a, yep. I, I got low self esteem. You trying to kill me, man? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So yep. there's so many things that 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 the the world would just yaka yaka yaka. And if you ain't built for it, you gonna I tap out, bro. I'm not doing this. But if you just love it, you're like, I don't care. I got you know that. Make a break. You you gonna figure out if you love it after you've been hit so many times and you keep getting up. It like all these inspirational posts like keep going. They sound sweet, but when you really getting when you in up, when you in the trenches, man, you know man, I don't. I ain't trying to, to read no posts. Like, you know what I'm <laughs> no posts. Get out of here, man. No posts is gonna help me. <laughs> yeah, what posts going? Because they cheesing in the post. They're like, you know, you gotta keep it, man. This they done told me I was ugly. They slammed the door in my face. Ain't nothing fun about this. Like you want to really inspire somebody, show somebody laid out like like sweat, like looking crazy, and be like, keep going. Like be like, yeah, that's what it looked like. It looked crazy. You know what I'm saying? You look tired. You yeah. look you look crazy in the pose, and I believe you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's what's up, man. That, I, man, I, I this this dude just he just answered everything I had on my mind. Like, man, <laughs> And it's crazy because you know we was talking about you know you, you deprive yourself from the good music that's out there. We just had a guy on there um, a couple of weeks ago, Jake. Uh, shout out to Jake, by the way, MMA dad. Where we was talking about music and how he has his own YouTube channel and where he would take music from different countries and other places and he'll listen to it and play it on his channel. And everybody would say, "Hey, you like that? Listen to this. You like that? Listen to this." 
and and we could talk to Jake about music, you know, all day, and he yeah. he just rap about it. And, and Caucasian guy, white guy, and right. and and that's nothing. My dad taught me. Like he was saying, if you stuck in the car with somebody that listens to something different than you and you don't like it, you better learn right now being in the car with me. So my dad listened to rock, he listened to jazz, he listened to mm-hmm. just pretty much every, not too too much rap. <laughs> but, you know, it was just so much music that's out there that you can listen to and just enjoy it and take in a lot of it. So, yeah, so yeah man. It's, yeah, it's a rich one. And, and shout out to you for that shirt. Because Prince happens to be my favorite artist. Oh, hey, man. My artist. hey, that's him. I told you, Mike. Yeah. Mike is the artist. He, he the one I asked the question about long time ago. Who was the best between Michael Jackson and uh, it's Prince, man? Prince. And I, I mean, no. all respect, but I've studied that man's bootleg songs, unreleased songs. I've studied his music, his uh, sheet music. Yeah. Like that's my favorite, just because. And I went to Paisley Park. What was it two years ago? Yeah, yeah. That's that was the that was a big argument on this show. Yeah, Michael Jackson or Prince. I say Michael is the better performer. They, no, we, you know, the question was who had the better Super Bowl performance? Right. For me, it was Michael. For me, yeah. it was Prince. I don't know. Michael tore it down, though, bro. Like, but Prince made it rain. So you kind of can't beat that. <laughs> <laughs> Michael was on a billboard. That, that is dope. Prince bro. made it rain. He Do you understand? He made it rain. No, he didn't make it rain. Did he make it rain or did that just happen? No, no, that just, I mean, it happened at a perfect time. Like, it happened at a perfect time. It just it happened it just, at a perfect time. That's what made it so special. That was real rain. That wasn't that, like. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was, it was kind of perfect, to but you know. <laughs> you my, dad had me, uh, my dad had me laughing one time. He was saying that uh, he, he had a, he wanted us to do a skit one time about, you know, husband and a wife going on their way to, uh, to a, a stadium, NRG yeah. stadium, whatever. And let's just say that these people were still alive. So you got Earth, Wind, and Fire. Uh-huh. You have Prince. You have Michael Jackson. Who opening? Who closing? Mm. And I was like, man, oh man, that thing's. I mean, honestly, I could say some, but I feel like there's no right answer. There is no <laughs> right answer. For this. Yeah. <laughs> it's really not. Yeah. That's tough. That's... There's no wrong. Yeah, it is no right answer. I mean, he had a little bit more to it to the skit. He was saying, and just think about you know your wife or girlfriend or whatever. You just so happen to go with her. You've been you, and she taking forever to get ready. And you know this is Prince, Earth, Wind, and Fire, and Michael Jackson. Yeah. Like, I said you gonna cause me to get in trouble with my wife or my girlfriend or whatever. Yeah, it's cause dissension in the household. Yeah, on some real <laughs> tension. Baby, <laughs> baby, just meet me there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know traffic gonna be bad in Houston. You trying to get over there? Like, nah, man. Yeah, nah, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I could say something, but I feel like it's gonna be offensive. You want me? To, I'm gonna give you my answer. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. And again, sorry about offend. Earth, Wind, and Fire is gonna open. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, we we know that much. Think, yeah, yeah, we got that. I think Prince would be, you know, the the next act, and then Mike could close it just because how many hits he got. Yeah. Okay. That don't mean it's my like my, my favorite, whatever. Like they they both I love them both, but like he got so many hits, like he can go on forever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, I can see Prince being the body and then he closes. Mike closes. Yeah. I can yeah. see but that. I can also see it flip too, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. Yeah. Now, that would have been that. a great tour that that could I wish that would tour would have happened. Like the best college that should have been the best of both worlds tour. And I don't yeah. care. Yeah, it shows yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That yeah. is pretty much gonna come down to 
them to. Hey, ask Prince, do you want to close? Ask Mikey, want to close? Yeah, it wouldn't have happened. I guess. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't have happened. It would like, not have happened. No, no. Yeah. So is there any uh, piece of advice that you would give any up and coming artists? Uh, something you artists, know, like musicians or, or what? Uh, musicians, creators. Uh, what's the best piece of advice that you would give out to just someone just trying to get their start in, in any creative space? Um, a few things. Consistency. Find a way to be as consistent as possible. When it comes to being authentic, it's almost a prerequisite because if you're trying to, if you're trying to create a some made up image, you will burn out because you almost like lose yourself and you don't even know what to do. But when you're yourself, unapologetically, you never run out of stuff to say. So find that space. Um, don't be a don't be a, a consumed by likes or fame or all of that. A lot of that stuff is really this gassed up thing. Like it's is not important, you know what I'm saying? It's not important, like chasing virality and all that. I've had so many uh, companies and businesses saying, we wanna work with you, we wanna go viral. I'm like, why? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I virality is so random. It's not algorithm generated, it's random. A song from 1993 went viral. I'm like, bro, who would've guessed this? You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't guess it. You can't make a viral song. It yeah, doesn't make sense. Yeah, that, that Fleetwood Mac song went viral. Last year, from out of the blue, like, and then everybody was on Fleetwood Mac, and I'm like, I've been on Fleetwood. Mac. Okay, so <laughs> then if somebody hit me up, I want a Fleetwood Mac song since that's viral. No, you don't. No, because we've already done it. it. Exactly. It's already done. Exactly. So we're on to something else now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, uh, chasing virality is like a uh, dog chasing his tail. It's just it ain't gonna make no sense. And that's not to discourage people, but my thing is, don't chase this fame thing. Chase trying to be give the best content, be yourself, and try to give a, um, try to be a, a source of, um, uh, what do you call it? Of helping people. You wanna be in the in the business of service. That's what all entrepreneurship is. It's in the business of, how can I help you? You know, when you start, when I started making content about like, um, not just entertainment, but like, all right, this is how I write a verse, or this is how I do this. So this is that. If I put it on my story, people are like, dang, I know that, that's tight. So when you're in the service of giving people things, when it's time for you to be like, I just dropped something, they're going to support it. They'd be like, oh, bet. You gave me all this, you know, for sure. I support it. So if you have anything that you can provide for people as a service, you know, always focus on that. But it's not for everybody, but I'm just saying I've learned that, you know, give what you can. But the bottom line for anybody that created, man, find the truth in everything you make. That's my last point. By that, it doesn't mean like be deep in everything you say, but there's always going to be something that you feel in your heart that you need to do or say, and that's your truth. And just find it and stick to it and be unwavering when people come around or they're like, yo, you know, we could do this for that. Blah, blah, blah. Find your truth. Because that'll keep, that'll keep you going for 10 years. That'll keep you going for 20 years. Always find the truth. There's the truth that, that everybody has and you got to find it. Right. That's right. the journey we all got to be right. doing. So. Now, now, Mike, before I let you go, I thought about this to ask you. I'm gonna go down memory lane. Mike has a great heart, bro. Cause I remember back in the day, right? This was in high school. And this is before everybody had their own computer studio. Cause it's like a million of people, millions of people. Oh got my God, I know what he's about to say. Now, you already know, Mike. So <laughs> at, the, at the time, Mike was the only one that had that set up at his house. I believe it was probably him and Chang. 
You remember? Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. Link. So Mike was the only one, and Chains too, but everybody wanted to go over to Mike's house to record. So it was like the Swisher house back in the day. Because <laughs> I remember it was, it was the weekend was about to come, right? And everyone was asking. They said, hey, they we all going over to Mike's house. Mike, you coming? Well, his name is Mike too, Michael Burton. Mike, Mike Burton, mm -hmm. Kibo. It's like, you going over to Mike's house? I was like, yeah, I'll go. And then I thought about it. I was hearing it from four other people, then four other people, and four other people. So everybody's going over to Mike's house. This ain't Mike's house. This is mama's house. Okay. This is my man, his daddy's house. And at the time, I was going through something, and I had to walk a fine line because my mom was going through a lot, and I didn't want to get in trouble. So I let a lot of stuff slide and I stay incognito and underneath the radar in high school, just graduate and move on, you know? So I thought about that. I was like, no, I'm not going because it sounds like trouble. It <laughs> 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 sounds like trouble. So the next, what was the next Monday, the next week that came, it was like, man, it was so many people at Mike's house. <laughs> it was it was like a thousand men. They had this person here, that person here, this person here, that person here. And everybody wanted to rap. Everybody in that house wanted to rap. And I remember Mike came to me and was like, man, my mom tripping, man. I said, <laughs> I said, man, what happened? And Kendrick, God rest his soul. Kendrick said it too. Kendrick was like, bro, there were so many people in my house over the weekend. In my room, not in my in house, room, in my small in room, room. In small room. And he was like, bro, man, there were so many people, bro. His mama got mad. His daddy got mad. And I'm like, hell, I'm so glad that I ain't go. <laughs> man, I mean, that mama, I didn't heard that mama cuss out. I got that a lot. But that daddy cuss out is different. That hit different because my daddy, Ooh. I don't know about it. Man. <laughs> Even it was, it was it was one of the funniest stories when like, just to condense it, just to close it. The room is small. It was like I'm, you can't tell the size. Of, it was twenty people. It was a girl in there. You know, having a girl in your room was a no no in high school. It was a random girl in there. I'm like, who are you? I forgot about and, that. Yeah. It's like, okay, we got a girl in here. Okay, and then me and then two other people were rapping on this little box. I'm like, who else gonna freestyle? It's twenty dudes on the wall. Like, we good, we good. Right. See what's going on. It's yeah, we trying to see what's going on. I'm like, y'all want to rap? Nah, we just watching y'all. I was like, come on, man. Yo, why did y'all come? I remember that because that was a big issue. Because I, you said that it's like, man, all the people here, there was only like two people that wanted to rap. That was it. <laughs> it's like, why are y'all in my house if you're not going to rap? But you know, when my mom like, found out. When my mama found out, they all upstairs in my room, and she was so. I had to try to start sneaking in people three at a time down the stairs. I'm like. Okay, go, go, go. It was so many people. I was like, it was it was crazy. But I think the legend got bigger than it is. Like, there's like, man, it was we had we had uh, Mike Jones there. We bro, it, it was just yeah. high school. Yeah, yeah, it got it got bigger than what it yeah, absolutely. I'm like, I'm like with all them people there, y'all should have did a whole little uh, uh June 28 freestyle. <laughs> but you know <laughs> you know what though that, that says a lot about, about you. Even in college, I can remember. We you stay close to campus, and your house was the spot to be at. Everybody come yeah. over, chill, have a few laughs. I even jumped on the song one time. Yeah, <laughs> I should hear that. But and I <laughs> feel like, wouldn't it? But song. everybody, you know, you you're such a talent, right? Because your production, you're such a good producer. So everybody wanted to get a beat from 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 uh, Kibo. Everybody wanted to come over there, 
do a verse with Kibo, you know? So it was just like, that speaks a lot to your talent because you you had that environment, you you had that talent, everybody wanted to work with you, you know what I mean? I appreciate that. And one more thing, I wouldn't recommend anybody doing that, whether high school or college, because I got robbed twice for my studio stuff. Yeah. 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 I was like, hey, where my stuff at? So yeah. everybody who up in there watching, there was one person that was really watching, like, yeah. how much that cost? Oh, yeah. it's about 200 bucks. He's like, nah. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I wouldn't recommend it. It's funny to me now, but like, I was just like, bro, you can't let all these people that you don't know in your house. Yeah. <laughs> Growing pains, you live, you learn, man. You live, yeah, you learn. learn yeah, <laughs> but it was it was fun. It was it was super fun. Um, At the like time, I, said, I was like, like, damn, I should have went, but now I'm like, nah, I nah, you ain't missed nothing. I'm glad you I didn't go. Man, brother, <laughs> we greatly appreciate your time, man. So many gems you dropped, and thankful, 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 man. Oh, this, uh, man. I gotta meet you, man. Because <laughs> I'm just yeah, like, bro. yeah, man. I don't know when, Thank but um, yeah, man. Uh, we appreciate you. Thank you for taking your time out. Tell us how we can follow you. Tell people how they can follow you. Find you on social media. Thank you. I was yep. drawing a blank. Oh. <laughs> I'm on YouTube. Just type in Kibo K E Y B E A U X. Instagram is where I'm most active. I'm also on Fiverr. If you type in uh, Burton M6, B-U-R-T-O-N-M6, you'll see my face pop up. So if anybody who's wanting uh, some work of any capacity of rapping, hit me up. That's that's pretty much where a lot of um, YouTubers and podcast people, they've all found me through that means. So but yeah, my name's Kibo. And also on Apple Music, Spotify, I'm on there as well. So hit me up, man. Cool, cool. And, uh, up, we uh we got a little special treat for the audience. We're gonna we're gonna you know let you talk to one of your videos so they can kind of check some of that good music out that you do there. Okay, yeah. This one was um this is called On Point. I did with my boy um Young Martez straight out of Houston. We did this last year. It was so live, so much fun. And um produced by my brother John Boy. So on point, baby. Y'all check that out. Yeah, appreciate you point. Appreciate you, Mike, man. Appreciate you, Mike. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Good to meet you, bro. Many blessings to you and your family, man. Be safe out there. Continue to do what you do. Spread that positive oh. message. Be you, be you. And like, well, you already know that. I almost got to tell you that, man. You gonna- <laughs> Likewise, James, Mike, Chris, you already know, bro. I had a blast. You know what I'm saying? Man. Likewise, homie. Be safe out there, man. All right, y'all too. Later. Peace. People tell me don't get caught up in my past. I guess I was way too caught up in my act. Trying to flip and trying to double up a bag. Compensating for everything that I never had. Now look at me, you better know. I work a turn boss, now I'm really CEO. I had my last job like over three years ago. I got my mind right, sharper than I was before. Ain't no more crabs in the barrel. I'm lifting up another. Ain't no more limitations because of my skin color. Speak it to existence, the limit is the sky. Open my third eye, ain't no way they can deny. Yeah. My time, I knew it was gonna come. They say love will get you killed, well what happened when they hate? You can give them something to eat, now nigga still watch your plate But once you stop feeding them, they gon' swear
swear to God you fake, but how I'm fake when I'm the one that made sure you always ate. Everything be all great till you can't feed them no more fish. They done got what all they want and now they want you off the list. But how I felt when you was starving and they ain't want to feed you. It's crazy how life be, cause now them same people need you. Okay, Young white test. I knew it was gonna come. talk about acting a fool we give a uh we pretty much tell everybody who's been being stupid being an idiot being an ass being a dumbass all that and above so chris go ahead and take it away homie all right well i got two stories for you the first one uh comes from ap news um happened in Freiburg, maine right so uh a cop was recently banned right he lost his job you know, you want to know what he did to lose his job? Enlighten us. Well, a former Maine police chief, she was a chief, by the way, wanted to skip out of a public meeting so badly that it cost him his career. Uh, a law enforcement oversight board decided to revoke his license as a police chief. Uh, his name was Joshua Potvin. After an investigation found that Potvin, who had been chief for six years, invented a suspicious person report so he can ditch a Freiburg Board of Selectmen meeting in February of last year. Oh, hell no. And so he, he went to the extent of, um, they went after the investigation. It was pretty much was a, it's like fraud for the police, right? He, he pretty much what he did was um, he texted one of his officers asking them to call him out of a meeting. Then Popkin then drove to his cruiser to Freiburg Fairgrounds, where he then used the computer in his cru cruiser to create a false entry in the department dispatch system. That said, he drove there in response to a report of a suspicious person, the academy found. Uh, he also entered a fairground employee's license plate number into the entry. And so, yeah, he did all that <laughs> just to get out of the meeting. And in the end, he, uh, he waived his right to appeal because he, he was wrong for what he did. And he resigned and, you know, he's out of the job. This dude. <laughs> and he's barred from working in Maine law enforcement again. Ooh, all that just to get out of a meeting when you could have just called in sick. Yeah, pretty much. Set yourself up for failure. Bye-bye pension. No, <laughs> they still get paid. No, that's... Yeah. He resigned, so maybe. He resigned, okay. He's still going to get his money. He's still get his money. Yeah. Okay. But still, though, man, all that. Just <laughs> <laughs> once. Just once. I mean. See what line gets you, kids? Yeah. 
And so, yeah, so that was crazy. So this other story. Now this one uh, from the Huffington Post um, happened in Miami, Miami, Florida. Uh, shout out to them. Uh, let me ask y'all, what would y'all do to boost the Instagram page, your own personal Instagram page, or get followers on your Instagram page? What is the extreme that you would go to? The extreme I would go to? Yeah. I don't think I got too many. I'm not, no, not too no, many. Just stay know. consistent and continue to post. And do, some, do some skits. That's you know. some skits. I know skits are language, hell. Or, <laughs> you know, those kind of skits. Well, there's this 28-year-old woman who wanted to promote her Instagram page, attempted to blend in with students that in a Miami area high school. Um, the stunt that was at American Senior High School landed Audrey Fasisquini in jail, where she's facing charges of burglary, interfering with a school function, and resisting arrest without violence. Uh, so it started out, friends, we're going to call her Miss Audrey because her last name is kind of hard to pronounce. Mm -hmm. uh, so Audrey had started handing out pamphlets uh, with her Instagram account printed on it, and then she snuck on the campus about 8.30 uh, on Monday, and she had a black backpack, carried a skateboard and she walked through the hallways and uh, security tracked her down and she was just wandering the hallways while students were in classrooms. Um, according to the arrest report, she was telling people she was looking for the registration office and investigators said she headed towards the registration office but did not enter. Instead, she continued walking through the hallways, talking to students. Oh, um, hell no! Security officers tried to catch up with her, but she didn't stop. She notified the office of, well, they, off, they notified the office of the security threat on campus. She was walking across the faculty parking lot and they told her to stop, but she continued to walk and tried to, to get in her car. And, you know, they tracked her down through her Instagram page and arrested her on Monday in North Miami Beach. And so, yeah, the school system, they'll be doing a full review of the incident um, just to see, you know, how does she sneak into the school and then lose several security um, precautions. So. Oh, my God. But she got some followers, I hope. Oh, shit. Hey, all that for a follow. All that for a follow. It's just, it, 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 it just speaks of what, what Mike said, you know. Man, mm -hmm. it just, it's not that important. <laughs> Right, no. and, it's, and it's like when you see this lady, you were like twenty. You try to pass for high high school, really? really? And, and, and it'd be the older ones, like in our age bracket, like thirty plus years old. Like, bro, you remember when you was a kid and <laughs> we it wasn't no Instagram, it wasn't no likes, it wasn't that. I mean, come on, man. Don't don't let them likes and uh comments gas you up, man. We I, I was uh I ain't gonna say I was a victim of it, but I could have been a I could have been with Sissy Stringer. Shout out to Sissy. <laughs> Melina is bae. <laughs> but, yeah. but still, man, you, you got to control yourself, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all that. I mean, she's dressed with a backpack and a skateboard. Do oh I still gosh. do that in school? I don't know. I don't know. Back in my... I, I, don't, I mean, how do that's you. Why they, that's why they spotted her out there. And then they use print, a printed flyer. Right that's, what, that's how they knew right there. A printed flyer. <laughs> Ma'am, come here. Come here. Printed flyer? Come here. When you see these two fingers, somebody do that. Come here. That's when you know. That way you know it's over. It's over. And it's not good for you. 
it is so stupid. Like you trying to get away, but you know, handed out flyers with your Instagram page. <laughs> That's how they tracked it down. It's like you know, it's over. Yeah. Hope Bill Duke. And this, this is no, you fucked up, right? <laughs> what Martin said, man, sit your dumb ass. Oh man, people. Oh, you're fucked. Oh, characters, the characters. So we have our moments where we give flowers to individuals that have been doing their thing out in the community with, and helping out everybody. Or just, you know, just like giving people their flowers, man, because we all, like Mike was saying, we have to give the people their flowers now that are here and alive and well to receive them flowers and, you know, smell, embrace that, man. So um, the person we want to highlight today, give a big, big shout out to Trade of Truth. He is receiving a Changemaker Award at the 2021 Billboard Music Awards. Mm-hmm. And is what it says. Not, and it says it's not in me to stop. So I'm not gonna get into the full details of it, but we all know here in Houston what Trader Truth does. We see him uh, out there during her, during all the Hurricane Harveys and Hurricane Katrina. Every everything this man does, putting out his own money to help people out and to spread um, that positivity, to spread um, happiness, to spread helping others out. And I can't do nothing but applaud the man. Um, and in the recording booth. <laughs> you dropping music and with what he does outside of that recording booth as well. So um well deserved for that award built on Billboard. Man, and ain't that something they kicked him. I'm sorry, I'm about to go into how they don't <laughs> they banned him from certain radio stations. And here's the yeah, in Houston. And the fact that he's receiving an award from the Billboard music, come on, man. So well that, that's that's one of those things where you know. He still he he used this opportunity and the platform that he had outside of Houston, right? Um, and he really just used his platform to be something bigger than music. You know, he used his platform in, in a good way to help others. You know, uh, he used his celebrity to help others and his influence. You know, so although he may or not he may not you know get the radio play like he like or you know get the traction that he want musically, the platform with the platform that he and the celebrity he did have he use that in a way to still be able to reach and touch others and 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 that's dope you know that's that's how he's supposed to do it yeah yeah trey um trey been out helping people way before hurricane harvey yeah. uh, he had trade day he was building playgrounds on um yeah in houston so trey has always been like the big brother of houston he look he looks out you know, and it's expanding more, like, you know, Atlanta and all kind of different parts in the South, everywhere, actually. He was a vocal point. He was one of the vocal points during the George Floyd. And uh, he flew to Minnesota soon as it happened. So he's been in the forefront. And that's cool, man. That's real. That's, that's how it's supposed to be, you know. I hate that they banned Trey. Uh, in Houston, well, music, well, music-wise, but now that it's social media, I mean, you know, social media and the streaming platform, it's like, you could just get on your phone and you could listen to Trey all day, you know, so that's, that's a good thing, but yeah, Trey, Trey has always been, he's been looking out for people, 
So it's well overdue. I'm glad he getting his just due. Yeah. yeah, give these people their flowers now, and um, so big big shout out to Trey. True, keep doing what you do, homie. But we ain't got to tell you that. We already know you gonna do it. So right, yeah. Absolutely. He even brought a truck where he can ride through the water to come get you. Ain't that something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, let's do it. Mr. Rogers, DJ Mr. Rogers. Yeah, yeah. Was that the release game? Yeah, the release game. Yeah, the release game. <laughs> Show. Very, very good, man. Another awesome shot. This is number 16 right here. So, uh, yeah. great, yeah, man, man. Great guest. Um, just great things, man. You dropping some gems, like, like, man, okay, shout out to Kibo, man. Yeah, yeah, we appreciate that. Big shout out to him, man. Um, so with that being said, um, like us, follow us, follow us, like us, you know, all social media platforms, Spotify, Our Heart Radio, um. Spotify, we was on that as well too. And I know it's something else. I'm always feeling something. Pandora, thank you. Okay. Pandora as well. Uh, we are on all of that. Um, we're gonna try to get some, uh, some skits out there for y'all so y'all can enjoy us and see what we do. Cause we got some crazy stories for days. Um, Mike, Mike and Chris, y'all got some stories where it's like, man, what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> That my random silliness too is this, this a recipe for uh for all these skits. So yeah, man. So we out there. We out here, man. So, so yeah. Um also big shout out to the Cupcake Kitchen Houston. That, that was man, that was awesome, man. They, they it was really good. They were delicious. And so I was hungry watching you take food. Like, man, that looked good. Yeah, I seen yeah. Yeah, hey, man, absolutely. Support your black-owned businesses, man. So Support your black-owned business. Support <laughs> us. Yeah, support them. Support us, man. So we got to get out of here. Y'all have any words of positivity, anything y'all want to give out to the people before we head out? Uh, everybody just stay safe. If you got to wear a mask, wear a mask. Don't ask no questions. <laughs> 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 everybody be safe out there, man. Yeah, y'all please be safe. And if y'all have any barbecues going on, y'all invite your boys or something like that. Well, actually, no, we got I gotta get back on this diet real quick, man. So so yeah. Uh keep a lookout us of us on our social media plays on IG. We're gonna be dropping some uh, some videos for y'all throughout the week. Stay tuned to that as we get these skits, skits, skits ready. So all right. Peace.